This whole thing started with a cassette tape. The year was 1977 and I was eight years old. The tape, which had been a gift from my dad or possibly another relative, the intervening years have made giving credit sadly impossible, cost $2.99. It wasn't an album by some group like Casey and the Sunshine Band or ELO. It didn't have an awesome cover worthy of being airbrushed on the side of a van. Its utilitarian white text on a blue and black field mainly touted the label who released it, Radio Reruns, followed by the name of an old show and its original air date. What possible interest could a kid of the happening 70s have in a goofy piece of entertainment from 1938? This show was older than my parents. Older than TV! But I still popped it into our fancy portable tape player and pressed play and was totally and completely hooked once I heard. <laughs> Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? <laughs> the shadow knows. Hello listeners, Brendan Jones here welcoming you back to the Tesla City Limits. Last month I initiated our glimpse into the history of the Tesla Broadcasting Company by focusing on the tenuous connections between that short-lived radio network and the genius inventor the company borrowed its name from, Nikola Tesla. And while I promised to return to the history of the TBC that I have uncovered over the last several years, I thought this go-around I would shift over to a little autobiographical wool gathering uh, to illuminate how I started down the road to rescuing the Tesla Broadcasting Company from obscurity. For the fellow comics fans out there, I guess this is my secret origin. So here's A Brendan's Story, Part 1, The Shadow Do. Despite the implications of my opening, that cassette wasn't my first encounter with radio theater. As I mentioned in my chat with Jerry in the first episode of You Are Now Entering Tesla City, I do recall many a holiday road trip in the family VW bus or later station wagon where on the road between our home of Macomb, Mississippi and our grandmother's in Memphis, Tennessee, Dad would find a radio station or two that broadcast old episodes of shows from his youth, like the Lone Ranger, or Arch Obler's Lights Out. I much preferred these to the folksy drone of Paul Harvey's The Rest of the Story, which I secretly think my parents put on to lull us to sleep. Also, as a kid of the 70s, I had the wonder that was Power Records. Now, book and record sets were a staple of pre-digital age childhoods, there were Disney movie soundtracks with illustrated storybooks to follow for the Wee Tykes, but then you graduated to Power Records that presented full-cast adaptations of recent comic books, complete with sound effects and action scores. You would read along with the comic as actors would bring to life a battle between Spider-Man and the Man-Wolf, dutifully turning the page when you heard the ding. But Vintage Radio... I probably never would have given it much consideration if it hadn't been for my brother, Robin. Time for a Tesla City sidebar. Hi, Robin. That was a Tesla City sidebar. 
older by three and a half years, Robin, born Robert Major Jones IV, and I'll never let him forget it, fulfilled and continues to fulfill all the typical duties of a big brother. Bullying, belittling, while simultaneously protecting and encouraging. And of course, trailblazing. As is often the case, the younger sibling, even if protesting to the contrary, ended up following and adopting many of the older siblings' interests and obsessions. Robin, by virtue of birth order, was always a step ahead, maturing uh, as much as he ever would. While I was still devouring Mad Magazine, he had graduated to National Lampoon. While I was still deep in Brave and the Bold and Marvel Team-Up, he had moved on to Heavy Metal. But thanks to a dad totally immersed in music, film, and TV from his time and before, and a mom who sighed a lot and did her best to instill in us an appreciation of high culture and art, some of which stuck, both Robin and I became living databases of pop culture. We weren't picky. We loved it all. And that included the entertainment from the distant past, like that cassette of an old Shadow episode from the top of the show, which, for transparency's sake, I should state, was actually Robin's. Yeah, he got into old-time radio and the great heroes of the pulpy 30s and 40s first. But not as deeply as me. Ha. <laughs> Once I discovered the Shadow, I suddenly wasn't as interested in my power records anymore. That dark hero with the power to cloud men's minds was an even eerier Batman, if such a thing was possible. And becoming aware of him and the other proto-superheroes of the Great Depression opened a new world of wonder for me. Today, outside a niche corner of nerddom, The Shadow is mainly recalled as a modestly successful Alec Baldwin movie from the 90s. But it's important to acknowledge that this character fleshed out by pulp novelist Walter Gibson, was one of the most iconic of the radio heroes. His program on the Mutual Broadcasting System launched in 1937 and lasted an amazing 17 years. So iconic was it that even my pop culture tolerant at best mother would often playfully paraphrase the crime fighter's catchphrase, Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow do. <laughs> okay, cute. But what I hear you asking, uh, which would be a cool superpower to have, what does any of this have to do with the Tesla City stories? Well, my love of the shadow, which extended to the original pulp novels and his various comics runs, never went away, and it grew into an obsession with old-time radio in general. I ended up with many more cassettes of poorly preserved but invaluable episodes of comedies and westerns and variety shows and detective stories. Just like my consumption of info about film and TV and comics, my research into radio entertainment became yet another subject of what I call armchair archaeology. I always wanted to know more, and because of this, and because the internet didn't exist yet, I sought out books. Yes, I read. And it was one day that I, a pimply sophomore at Clements High School in Sugarland, Texas. Time for a Tesla City sidebar. Go Rangers! That 
was a Tesla City sidebar. Came across a book in our modest library called Dunbar's History of American Radio. It had been published sometime back in the mid-60s, and it covered a lot of the same ground similar books did. But it had a chapter specifically on what it called the Radio Superheroes, where it went into the successes of shows like Superman and The Green Hornet and Captain Midnight, but primarily focusing on the shadow. And in one paragraph, which I'll have to paraphrase because I've never found that book again, it basically said, With the shadow's success came the inevitable copycats, most notably the Whistler and the Mysterious Traveler, eerie, omniscient narrators of crime thrillers, but they themselves weren't true characters involved in their show's plots. The closest any radio programs got to the shadow formula was the Wraith, who was an even more supernatural crime fighter than the shadow, as he was actually called the Half-Dead Avenger, a man who had been given ghostly powers by an Egyptian god. The Wraith was a unique entry in the radio superhero genre, but lasted a scant two years on the blink-and-you'll-miss-it Tesla Broadcasting Company. The what now? (laughs) Uh, It would take me several more years to find an answer to that question. Next week, we'll be presenting another full cast recreation of an episode from the archives of the TBC, and I hope you'll revisit the Tesla City Limits next month, when I'll be flip-flopping back into the history of that blink-and-you'll-miss-it radio network. I think it's high time you met the man who started it all. Corporal Edgerton Spivey. But you can call him Buck. This is Brendan Jones, Director and Chief Archivist, dropping you off at the Tesla City Limits. I trust you know your way back home. The Tesla City Stories is produced by Lauren McCune, John Campbell, and Brendan Jones. Executive produced by Jerry Christman for Raygun Gothic, LLC. Additional production support provided by John Campbell. Special thanks to Sam Mallory of Willamette Radio Workshop, our dedicated cast of talented actors, our tireless crew, and the support of our incredible fans all across Tesla Nation. Please like, subscribe, rate, and review us on your platform of choice, and spread the word about us. That all helps to boost the signal. To learn more about us and see upcoming dates of our live performances, check out our website at teslacitystories.com.